I am back for another podcast. This one is really dear to my heart. It's a topic that I struggled with for a long time when I newly became saved. And I was reading Daniel. I studied Daniel maybe a few weeks ago and I had highlighted this chapter and I had said I wanted to bring it up in a podcast. Um, So this podcast is about praying boldly, going boldly to the Father, boldly to the throne, and going expectantly and waiting, just like how David waited, and we see that throughout Psalms, with expectancy, knowing that what we pray boldly, knowing that what we ask, that the Father hears, and he knows our desires, he knows our hearts, he knows every word before we utter the word. That's the God that we serve. We serve the God of gods, King of kings, Lord of lords. There's no other. We serve the living and true God. And when you serve God and you have a relationship with him and you go boldly before his throne and you ask that his will is done here on earth as it is in heaven, you have all authority to sit down with power and wait upon the Lord. There's a couple of scripture verses I want to read just to encourage you. This won't be a lot long podcast. It won't be drawn out. It's just something that encouraged me and I just wanted to share it with all of you. Uh, the first scripture verse is James 1 verse 6 and that is... But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all that they do. Wow. That is literally telling us. When you go before the throne, when you go before your father, even if it's just a simple, God, give me the strength. God, cover me in this area. Lord, send the provisions for this business. Send the provisions, send the finances for whatever it is. When you go before the throne and you bow down and you ask the father, it's literally telling you, you have to believe. You cannot doubt. There's no doubt when you pray. If you're doubting when you pray, The word is literally telling you, don't expect to receive anything. So those who lack faith, who lack that confidence in who their father is and that confidence that God sees all, he knows all, he is all, he is the I am that he is. There's no other like him. And when we come to that place of understanding and we live our lives knowing that there's nothing hidden from his presence, there's nothing hidden from his eyes, there's nothing hidden from his ears, we begin to walk differently. We begin to talk differently. And when we know that we have the Heavenly Father backing us up in all that we do when we walk according to his will, we're stable, we're firm, we believe We have no doubt, but that comes from relationship. That doesn't just come overnight. That comes from being in your word, reading, even if it's a verse here and here and here. I've shared this before. When I started reading the word two years ago, like actually reading for relationship and to feed my spiritual, 
it, it was hard. It was a challenge. It didn't come overnight. I wasn't able to read chapters in one day. It, it took time. It took me reading five verses. Then I would read 10 verses. Then I wouldn't read for a couple of days. Then I would get back on and repent and read again. But it's, it's all about growing and it's all about intention. And when you're growing in God and you're intentional with your relationship with him, there are people that seek relationships in the world and know that the father is real, but don't seek a relationship with him. Don't make time for him. And it is mind blowing. How are we more focused on building relationships with other people that cannot feed us, cannot be your source than the father? The word is telling you, you have to believe. So God is literally saying through this, this passage, his word is saying, you have to believe and not doubt. Be confident. When you pray and you say, God, let your will be done. Lord, I don't have the finances for this bill. I can't do this. This class is hard. Whatever it is, this marriage is hard. This friendship is hard. This ministry is hard. My business is hard. Whatever it is that you're called to and that you're seeking God for and that you're praying over, you have to know that you're standing on the word. You're standing on James 1 verse 6, which is you have to believe. You cannot doubt. And if you do doubt, you're, you're like a wind. You, you, you're just you're like the wind just tossing the sea back and forth. You can't expect anything from the father because you're a double minded man and you're unstable in all your ways. It's just like the people that sit on the fence. They grew up in church or they just got acquainted with church and they read a little bit here. They post a, a passage a little bit here on this social media site. But Throughout their lives, they're constantly sinning. They're, they're living in sin. They're, they're just living a mess. And they know better. They know better. But they're tampering. They're, they're a little bit in. They're a little bit out. And I'm going to be so honest. The word tells you that that double-minded man, you're not going to heaven. You're not saved. You, you, you're just acquainting yourself with the word. You're just putting one foot in and one foot into the world. And let me tell you, it's not worth your salvation so even when the rest of the world is giving up on god remain firm remain confident and when you go boldly to your father know that he hears every prayer request that you say every thought that you think everything that comes to your mind he knows it and when you 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 open your mouth and you begin to pray whether it be one minute two minutes an hour Whatever level you're on, wherever you are, when you open your mouth and pray, you have to stand firm. You have to remain confident. Even when God sends that answer like Daniel and you know that your father heard you and you know your father has a response and you know your father's coming through with that blessing or that miracle or that provision, you have to remain confident even when the rest of the world is in chaos. Even when your life is in chaos. If God told you something is for you, no matter what it looks, you can go bankrupt and God said there is a financial breakthrough coming. It doesn't matter. Just know that the end result is what he said. His word cannot leave his mouth void. It will not return to him void. It will be accomplished in your life. So hold firm. Firm. 
to your belief. Hold firm when you pray. Know confidently who you're praying. You're praying to the God Almighty. The God that, that yes, sometimes seasons are difficult. And we want to get angry with God. We want to give up. But we have to remain confident knowing that there are seasons for everything. So if you're in a difficult season, that season is about to lead you and birth you into purpose. Birth you into where you're supposed to be. It's supposed to birth something in you. It's not in vain. Push through. There's a season of miracles. There's a season of victory coming for you. But you have to pray and remain confident. Let me read another scripture verse. When I was studying Daniel, this this was one of my favorite parts of it. Um, there's there's so much in Daniel that we can honestly break out break down, but but this is one of my favorite parts, and it's Daniel ten verse twelve. Then he continued, and this is the angel talking to Daniel. Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God, wow, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of Persia, king of the Persian kingdom, sorry, resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there and with the king of Persia. So what that is telling you is Daniel was in a season where he was praying, right? If, if you go back, we can go back in Daniel, but that's not the purpose of this right now. But Daniel was in a, in a place where he was praying and, and, and crying out to God, right? And what the, what the angel is saying is as soon as Daniel opened his mouth and said his prayer, Oh, this is powerful. As soon as Daniel opened his mouth and prayed, God sent an angel in response. My God, God sent an angel with the response, with the answer to deliver Daniel and to give him clarification for the season and the time that he was in. But what it's also telling you, even though God sent that angel, that very moment that Daniel was confident, like James 1 says, and said his prayer, that the angel was withheld for 21 days by Satan. That's what it's telling you is that, that the forces of evil, remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? Our weapons are not carnal. Remember, remember all of this. So this is all in the spiritual realm now, right? You pray and it's not just one, two, three. It's not just, as they say, uh, um, a microwave blessing. There's a process. There's something you have to go through. And there's also the spiritual side. So there's the enemy that's fighting you from that breakthrough that you're praying for, from that breakthrough that he knows is coming to you, for that purpose that you, you have in you that God is going to bring forth. That's what it's telling you. It's telling you that that Daniel had the response, right? Daniel literally prayed and God heard him immediately and sent forth his angel to go to Daniel. But the angel in the spiritual realm was withheld by the evil forces for 21 days. He couldn't make it to Daniel until the chief angel, Michael, which you hear about a lot in the Bible. And I, I started to study um, more of the spiritual side of things and, and Michael's involvement and archangels and all of that. And that's a whole different podcast. But one of the most powerful angels, Michael, that we know of, 
had to go and rescue the angel that was sent to deliver the word to Daniel after 21 days. So listen, so imagine this. You pray and you're confident in God, right? And you know that you're praying in God's will and you're seeking him and you have faith to know that God is going to move on your behalf and that he hasn't called you to lay down defeated. And this is against the word of God for your life. And it doesn't matter what the season looks like. You can be walking on water and the storm starts to wave like with Peter, right? But what it's saying is he prayed. So you, you literally say a prayer for whatever it is you're going through. You say, God, I know that you spoke a word over me. You told me I'm going to be successful. You told me I'm going to graduate and be the first graduate in my family to graduate university, whatever it was. You say that prayer and you stand on your faith, right? You stand in faith and through Jesus name, you're speaking to the father, right? And within the next couple of days, you know that you prayed that and you know that God, God heard you because he's your, your loving father that hears all. And there's a purpose behind everything. But the storms of life start to get hectic. Everything in life starts to go crazy. Life is just not making sense anymore. You can't even afford an, another textbook that you need for the next semester. You don't know how you're even going to afford the semester. You don't know how you're going to get there because your car broke down and now you're feeling depressed and discouraged. No. What the Bible is telling you is to hold on, hold on, ask God to fill you with his peace and his joy and to make you confident that when you utter those words, that the forces of darkness cannot prevail over your life, that it doesn't matter. The storms doesn't matter what happens. All you need to know is the end result is what God said it is. It doesn't matter what happens in between. Everything that happens in between is to make you stronger, is to push you, is to birth your promise and to birth your purpose. That's all the in-between is for. The in-between is literally what is going to get you to God's promises, is literally is what is going to show other people in the body of Christ and not in the body of Christ, not living for God or living for God doesn't matter. But the in-between is going to show them the glory of God. And it's going to show them that we serve a God that is real and reigns upon a throne. And when we ask him for rain and we believe, he'll send rain. That's what it's showing them. It's it's the glory of God that's going to be shown in that, that season of your life where it didn't make sense. When you share that testimony with those those non-believers, with your group of friends that, that laugh at you for reading your Bible every night, it's going to bless them because something in them is going to say, wait, so the end result was positive. So you mean to tell me that your God really did come through for you? So press on. It doesn't matter what the storm looks like. Write it down in a journal so you can share it at a later date when you come out on the next side. Know confidently that your prayer was heard. And the father has sent an answer. The last verse I want to share is Psalms 5 verse 3. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. This is literally David saying that, Lord, you hear me. You hear my prayer. You hear my voice. And remember, David was in one of the hardest seasons of his life when he wrote a lot of this. And he's saying, in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. You hear me. 
no matter what the season looks like, no matter what life looks like, you hear me, God. You hear my request when I lay them before you and I wait expectantly. I I don't even know if I need to break that down. That is just plain. Literally, God hears him and he's waiting expectantly on his father. So continue waiting. I didn't want to make a long podcast today, but continue waiting. There's so many people that have said one prayer and stop praying, that have said two prayers and the season looks crazy and the enemy tells them to give up and they do. There's so many people that are waiting for breakthroughs that are coming. There's so many people that are waiting for miracles that are coming. God is still in the miracle working business. That has never changed. He's still working on behalf of his people. And I believe we're we're coming into one of the greatest seasons that I think I'm going to see in my lifetime. I really believe that, that God is about to work crazy miracles, that God is shifting the season It's been in my spirit for so long that this season is shifting. Everybody that's been waiting just 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 in the same place, but serving God faithful. I believe that God is coming through and the season is shifting. So wait expectantly. Wait. It doesn't matter what the rest of 2020 looks like. If God told you 2021, you were getting a car and you've been riding the bus. Best believe you need to pick out your your floor mats, your air fresheners, whatever it is. Pick it out because your car is still coming. Wait expectantly. What the enemy wants you to do is give up, lay down, be defeated. You haven't been called to do that. You've been called to wait expectantly through the hardships. My God, you are good. My God, you are good. I love you all. And again, I did not mean to make this long. Lord, just cover your people, cover all the hundreds of people that listen to this podcast. I don't even know who most of them are, but cover them, God. Let them know that their prayers are heard, God. Let them know that you love them, God, that your love doesn't change, that your faithfulness doesn't change, that you're merciful, God. You are the God that parted the Red Sea for your people, God. You will make a way where there is no way, God. Cover your people. In the name of Jesus, amen.